Gang, the fall tour is about to kick off, and it's kicking off in a high gear, baby. Oh, yeah. Live stand-up comedy, plus we play a little AYG with the crowd. We're coming to 20 new cities. Uh-huh. Grab the squad and come out and see us. It's a good time and a great way to introduce people to the show. Yeah, tickets are moving quick. We're selling out. We're adding shows. We're not adding shows in every city, so get your tickets. Don't snooze, because you're going to lose. Do it. Yeah. Welcome to another exciting edition of Are You Garbage? The show where you find out if your favorite comedians are classy individuals or absolute trash. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Ryan and H. Foley. Hey, everybody out there, and welcome back to everybody's new favorite podcast. This is Are You Garbage? Oh, yeah. It's that little show we sit down with your favorite comedians, and we find that after you're to be classy, yeah. after just a big old piece of trash. Trash, trash, trash. I'm your host, H. Foley, coming at you on a beautiful day. We're out back here at Tootie's in the new edition. Mm-hmm. She's upstairs making some homemade ice pops for the kids in the neighborhood. Okay. Nine bucks a clip. No big deal. Uh-huh. Trying to make a little cash. My co-host is coming at you from right next to me, unamused this week. A little swing and a miss on the big man. <laughs> he is the king of the calzone. He is the prince of the personal pan, the flatbread freak, and always the king of the boardwalk, baby. Give it up for KJ, Kevin James Ryan. What up, gang? Thanks for tuning in. As always, please make sure you rate, you subscribe on iTunes. Full video available on YouTube. As you know, those numbers are... True to roof. Cooking, baby. Cookin'. Then, obviously, the greatest website of all time, www.patreon.com slash garbage gang. Check it out. It's a fucking party over there. Yes, sir, it is. And having a nice quick shout out to our producer extraordinaire, the magic man makes us all look good. Give it up for T-Bone McScruffins, Toby McMullen, everybody. Hey, pal. What up, boys? What you up, pumped? T-Bone? Yeah, dude, we got a real fucking guy in yeah. here, man. Yeah. This guy can blast 10 foot airs and he looks like a sensitive lover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't expect that last bit. That <laughs> well, true. Yeah, there you go. Gang, the long hair ain't lying. We uh-huh. couldn't be more excited to have our Incredibly, and I mean incredibly special guest here with us today for the first time. He is a very funny, very cool comedian, podcaster, and radio personality. He is also a retired MMA fighter, professional skateboarder, lead singer, mm-hmm. race car driver. Yeah. Yeah. He does it all. Yeah. Former Guinness World Record holder. Yeah, they took it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I want my day in court, you pussies. He's got his own festival. He's a New York Times bestseller. Jeez. You can hear him every week on his two amazing podcasts, Hawk vs. Ellis. Of course, the no, Jason. Hawk vs. Wolf. Hawk vs. Wolf, Wolf, I'm sorry. And, of course, the Jason Ellis Show. And, ladies and gentlemen, he's got a guillotine choco that'll put you night-night. <laughs> Give it up for Jason Ellis, everybody. Let's go. Man, you guys are good. Dude. <laughs> you scared me when you corrected me. Jesus Christ. That was pro as fuck. Uh, Buddy. Yeah, thanks for coming, dude. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me, man. I'm stoked. This Fucking is, excited. Yeah. You're, a, you. you're an all-time real dude. I, heard, know that, I right? heard about you from the youth. Oh, yeah. The young yeah. kids are out yeah. there yeah. talking the youth about it. like, Chase, you don't even know. And I'm like, I guess I don't know. Yeah. And, he, and, then, and the, then, the youth is like 35 for us, by the way. Our, our no, 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 the youth is like 28. <laughs> Okay, I'll yeah. take that. 20, oh, what's up, dudes? We yeah. do about eight views on TikTok. 28 schooled me. Hi. He was like, what do you mean you don't know? And I'm like, man, I shit. Sorry. I'm, I'm very busy, you know? Like, yeah. I, I tried, uh, but, but I was told that I'm an idiot for not knowing about you guys. Oh, no. buddy. Thank you so much for you coming in. a good thing going here. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Give us the backstory. Give us the scoop. Give us the childhood. Oh, uh, childhood was great. <laughs> 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 
The tattoos say otherwise, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that gold tooth ain't helping either. I went to a therapy, and you're right. I built this to protect the, the fragile little child. He's carving inside. his dad's name in the table. Yeah, wow. That he really did punch my ticket for sure. <laughs> in so many ways. Where'd you grow up down there in Australia? Melbourne, Australia. Okay. So, Melbourne. Yeah, I grew. I grew up my, when I, my dad was 20 and my mum was 16 when I was born. Damn. So, and they they were very young. Didn't really. I don't think they. It was a bit of an accident. Sure. And he just kind of tried to roll with it. And then uh, I think by the time I was about four, they broke up. My dad ended up, my mum's best friend married my dad. And then there was this drama because they were best friends. Sure. And she married my father. And then I lived with my father half the time. And then in the end, it kind of, my mum was in a rocky world for, she was an alcoholic. She got sober, but there was a time there where it was, not that friendly for kids, and sure. my dad was uh, more of a like he told me how to ride a dirt bike and shit like that. So okay. it was it was easy. I wanted to live there more, and mm -hmm. I remember I had to make the decision, and my mom was very <sighs> sad about it, and I, I I felt really bad about it. Dirt bikes, though. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Dude, come on. <laughs> so, As a kid, it's either dirt bikes or I'm not so a great basic, apartment. It was come just on. like, do you want to ride your dirt bike all day, or do you want to stay at your mom's? It was pretty easy. Yeah, it sounds so cold. No. <laughs> Yeah, but my stepmom had two more kids, so I had two uh, younger half brothers. And Man, we are in it already. She would. They. She was already had the kids. No, no, no. They had them straight after, when they got together. They because my my, okay. my younger brothers one passed away, but once they were like five years apart. Okay. So my youngest was ten years younger than me. Sure. Gotcha. So. Uh, and did your parents ever actually get married? Were they married yeah, or yeah. just together? Yeah, yeah, they were married. Okay, yeah. okay. so then they got divorced. Yeah. Your dad fell in love with her friend. Yeah. They got married. Yeah. Had two more kids. Yeah, and gotcha. then my dad started making money. Okay. Now so we're talking. A, so what did I was, he do? I lived in a, like, in a shitty neighborhood, and there was like drugs and stuff like that. I, my mom's side had some some uh, heroin addicts. Uh, like One of her boyfriends offered me meth to stay at a party, and I was young enough. I was smart enough to know... Because I was tired, I wanted to leave, uh -huh. and my mom was like, "I gotta go." And then he came in. He was like, "Look, I'll give you something. I'll wake you up, but don't tell your mom." Jesus Holy shit! And just when he said, "Don't tell your mom," I was like, "Right, that's that sounds like it could be bad." This ain't great. Yeah, so I told her, and big fight, and then my father. How old were you, ballpark? Like nine or something. Whoa! God damn! I'm trying to get you on the ice. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little early. Dude, they are different down under. I got into it later, but I mean, at a, at a sensible age, you know, on my own accord, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a gentleman. Yeah, start, yeah, like a grown, Jesus. grown ass man. I was hitting that shit like about twenty eight or something. You know, going straight for the meth. How about a Jolly Rancher or Jesus something? Jesus Christ, yeah, cup of coffee. Put on yeah. some cartoons for you. Holy. But it was, it was pretty good. But I didn't know because I blocked it out. But I didn't realize until I took, a, I took acid and and meth, and I had and I had an invisible. Uh, friend that told me in the swimming pool because I was in a hotel pool and nobody could get me out. I was like growling at people. I blacked the fuck out. And my girlfriend was like, I'll watch him. He won't hurt me. And then I had an invisible friend tell me I was molested by my father. And that's when all this other stuff unpacked. Yeah. Where Jesus. I was like, wait, what? Because yeah, that's not me. You know, like I grew up, I watched Oprah and was like, man, those poor people, you know? Sure. And I'm like, wait, I suck dick. God damn it. <laughs> So yeah, then all that kind of drama Man, unfolded. Ellis came out swinging on this. Give me the give me the layout of the neighborhoods. Um, like like what, how, are they apartments? Apartments, yeah, oh, yeah, early neighborhood, yeah, yeah early, early neighborhood. Early neighborhood was yeah, apartments and you know 
junkies and stuff like that. Because St. Kilda is a, a steaming pile of shit. Is it, this theoretically would be the suburbs of Melbourne? Yep. Right? Yeah, okay. just on the outskirts of the city, St. Kilda. But then my, my father married my stepmom. She lived in the suburbs. It was like a little more family orientated. So okay. we went to this place called Sandringham. Uh-huh. And that's when my dad started making some money. So he had, we had a house. My dad ended up having like a bunch of cars. My dad was kind of rich for like when I was about 12. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. about 12 to 17. Sure. He was, he, he kept going bankrupt. Oh, yeah. and my dad did like, the same I, thing. I went yeah. back. I didn't know, but one year I came because I was still trying to be, a, I was trying to be a pro skateboarder. So uh-huh. I'd go to America for six months on a holiday visa and come back. And he's like, just so you know, you can't buy anything for a while Mm -hmm. and i was like what do you mean and he's like oh i used your name to run the business and and then i made you go bankrupt and now your stepmom owns the business she went bankrupt i think she he used my brother at one point like he just kept running he was pretty good at it (laughs) this guy's the australian me by the way (laughs) in the end he was not that rich what was he doing well how did he make his money sell electronics we used to own a so vague (laughs) electronic parts like resistors and and all that kind of shit Mm -hmm. and i worked there for a little bit to get money to get a plane ticket because nobody would give me a job i'm too much of an asshole just like a late you know skateboarder with no skills i was Mm -hmm. just like I need money to get to America to be Tony, you know, like Tony Hawk. That was uh-huh. pretty much the deal. Sure. But uh, it was called Alistronics. That's pretty good. Get it? Man, that's yeah. all right. I don't hate it. Cool. Yeah. We're I, talking what? This is the 80s? Yeah. yeah. That's a great 80s electronics <laughs> yeah, name. That's all right. yeah, it's So he had, a, he, like, he had an electronics store. <laughs> yeah. Like a storefront and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. I was his courier for, I, I used to drive all the uh, <laughs> integrated circuits. <laughs> to, uh, Sounds pretty classy. I yeah. know. He's talking, it's pretty good, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. It was bad because he was the worst. He was like making a point that I'm the son, so it was always treating me like yeah, shit. Yeah, they always treat you like he was like, he didn't want anyone to look like I was getting favoritism, mm-hmm. even though I obviously was because I was nowhere near qualified to be there. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I ended up being a courier. He was like, you can fucking drive a car, you dickhead, you know? <laughs> Fuck off, go deliver this. You know? Hooking up the power lines for the township. Yeah. It was weird. He lost it again, and then a, he sold the business to this other little Asian guy who ran like a bunch of electronic shit in Australia. So he sold out to, to this guy. My, you know, my dad was his, his own boss. And I remember it really hurt him that this guy was now his boss. Sure. And I had to go over to this guy's house and get boxes of electronic shit, put it in the, in the van and, and drive it, deliver it to places. And one day there, he shut the fucking garage while I was walking out backwards with the box. So he fucking shut the middle garage on the top of my head. And I wanted what? to punch this dude in the face. I was like, you did not fucking do Did you have accidental my ass? <laughs> oh, he had it out for you. But then when I started doing gay shit when I was older, I went to therapy for years over this, but there was a time there where I would just like let people blow me like without Shout really out to it. talking to them or anything. And, and, and a lot of them would be like little Asian guys. And you, oh, you think that's connected? Just get my power back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what my therapist yeah. told me. So yeah, I stopped. Making little Asian people blow me. That sounded bad. <laughs> make you know, making as adu- we had- adults that agreed to do it. Yes. Yeah. I make know. them leave through the garage. <laughs> yeah. Now walk out backwards, yeah. pussy. And hit them on the head on their way out. <laughs> Fuck faces. When did you start skateboarding? Uh, I think I first first started when I was probably about eleven or something like that. But that was uh, a, a friend, my mum's 
didn't she didn't have any family, and she had this other fa- the Johnsons who were like her mum and dad, okay. and they were like my grandparents. And they had kids older, and one of them was a surfer who had the little plastic ones in the in the sure. shed. Sure. And I found those. So my mum would hang out all day, and I would just ride this little plastic thing. Those things were death traps. And then I met two twin brothers that were like kind of chub. One was chubby, and one was obese. And we they were into skating. And then they told me about you know mm-hmm. Tony Hawk, or and then I remember you could get a very flex skateboard, and it was the first wide wooden skateboard I've ever seen. They had okay. wide trucks and shit. And then once I found that, that was it. Right before that, I made a skateboard out of chipboard and, and, and nailed roller skate wheels on it. And it didn't roll after Jesus. like five minutes. So I just started trying 360s in the driveway for hours. Like it was just this thing that, sure. I don't know what happened to me. I never cared about anything. Mm-hmm. But this thing, even the jankiest version of it with no friends around, no ramp. How'd no, you hypnotize? He fucking bit me, man. Mm-hmm. And that was it. I just couldn't stop thinking about it. It saved my life because I was at... I had no plan. No direction or yeah, anything. Yeah, and no skill, no need, no wanting of a skill. Just like, fuck, I hate this place. I don't know why. Well, I, I do now, but at the time, <laughs> I was just like, I fucking hate everything. You know? And was there, was there a scene over there that you, that you got involved in? in? The, yeah, in the end. Like, I found a ramp. It was, well, first I found a big bowl, but they filled it in. It was a big keyhole that was built in the 70s for roller skaters, I think. So it still existed, and skateboarding was just coming the 80s. People hearing about Tony Hawk, like skateboarding was starting for the first time. Yeah, again. That's, that's that's. So there were a few people that had been around before, but not many. Most mm-hmm. of us were just like, we 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 saw Back to the Future. That 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 that's, did it uh, too. Yeah. So then there was a half pipe that was a, probably about half or, half an hour away from my house, but a really little one, like on the scale of what you do now. It was that no one would even make it. it the transitions were about six foot. And it was like a 12-foot wide ramp, real little. Mm-hmm. But there was a scene, like 20, right. 30 guys. And we just, that was it. I, I ended up like not going to school and just going there until, until I got a report card. And my dad was like, what the fuck? And then I, I was a terrible liar. So I was just like, yeah, I was at the ramp. So every day you're skipping school, you're doing that. And yeah. then I assume you get some notoriety over there. You don't just start flying to the U.S. on no, your own. No, I was actually really bad. Those two twin brothers were better than me for the first three years. And I just, it didn't look like I was ever going to be good at it. I just, all I cared about was going there and skating. Uh-huh. And then uh, there was a few more ramps and they got bigger. And then the last one was in Paran, closer to the city. There was like a, a full-scale ramp. And I just skated it every day. And on one particular day, I learned, how to uh, do an air without holding my board. And my friend was like, you look like you could do that as high as you want. And I was like, yeah, right. And he's like, just try it. So I tried a front sodoli about chest high and I made it. Yeah. And and I was like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck was yeah. that? And he goes, what the fuck was that? And I'm like, I'm going to try and do that again. <laughs> and I did it. I was like, what the fuck? Because in Australia, no one had done a front sodoli that high. Finding uh, out you're super bad. And I, and I hadn't done any of the other tricks that would make it look like I could do a front sodoli sure, yeah. that high. Like, I still hadn't done a backside air skateboarding stuff, but there's a trick. I used you, to skate, no big deal. Well, there's a trick you could do that, that you could go that high way easier than doing a front sodoli, especially in the 80s. And then it was like, well, what if I try to grab the tail in the front sodoli? And then I did that. And no one had ever done a front side tail grab in Australia because it was, it was a long time ago. And then sailfish. And then I just, I'll eat into the lean air. And I was like, what if I go backside? I'll eat into an Indian air. And, and then within an hour, I became 20 times better than I was in the morning. Uh-huh. And then by the next day, the skate shop guy was down there going, 
Who's this, what this fucking guy's doing? Who's this shithead that everyone, because everyone was talking like, just so you know, Alice just became like in the Alice top. Alice is the best skateboarder in Australia right like now. He's like in the top 10 in Australia right you now. You know that guy who used to suck yesterday? Yeah, yeah. You should fucking see him today. There, there was a... There was a guy that beat me up at the skate park like a week before that, like because he didn't like me or my face or whatever, and he got behind me and hit me in the back of the head with a skateboard, and we had a fight, and that guy was still skating the vert with me and, and was just like, fuck you, Ellis, and I'd be like, yeah, fuck you. And, and I, you know, I don't like confrontation. I was scared. I was like, man, this makes skateboarding really uncomfortable. But then when I got good, sure. like a week later, sure. everybody likes you. Like, it was my first experience with like, oh, if you do fancy tricks, people like you. Yeah. So do uh, cool shit. Crazy, there's no precursor to this. This is the 80s. Like, yeah. you guys, are, you're, you're making this up as you go along. A little bit. Which I mean, is crazy. By then, I, half of the shit I was doing was the, I was the first Australian-born person to do it. It's fucking but it nuts. also grew. I went to America and learned all these other things and came back and did them in front of everybody. And it was the same thing. When I went to America, there was a... 50 dudes that could do stuff that sure. I'd heard about, but I'd never seen it. And when you see it, you go, oh, that's how you do that. Uh -huh. And then you kind of, you learn it. And I feel like when I went back home and did it, then everybody there was like, oh, that's how you do it. Yeah. And then a few years later. So who sent you did. over? You said you went over six at a time. You just paid for yourself. Fuck yeah. yeah. You were, there, there was no sponsor or nothing like that. Hell you were no. like, I, I want to do this. <laughs> I, kept, I, had, I sat my parents down there. Divorced. You're 16 years old, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. That's nuts. I sat up, sat him down. I was like, I'm gonna. I need money to get to America, so I need a job. But then when I get there, I'll be a pro skateboarder, and then you won't need to give me any money anymore. And my dad was like, That's not a job. And I was like, It is a job. And I didn't have any proof. I couldn't show the magazine. We didn't have the magazine yet. We just had gossip. Then Thrasher came a bit later, and then the Bones Brigade video came. America already had it, but we didn't. Yeah. Like when I got a skate magazine and a video, it was in a water ski shop in the back oh, where they sold water ski shops. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know anymore. I don't even think those exist here. I'm not that talking, is hyper focused. I'm not talking wakeboard. I'm talking fucking yeah, no. skate. You got single ski and you got your jump ski. And like it was. Damn. Yeah. And Next was, to the parachute store. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. It was like Max's water ski world or some shit like that. Jesus. Yeah. So I bet you Max was all right. Yeah. That's, that's when I Max heard Max never had a shirt on. Yeah. I think Max told me, Tony, there's a guy in America can do finger flips. And I'm like, nah, that's impossible. That doesn't even make any sense. And then the magazine came out, and I'm like, wow. Also, on a, just like a life level of like, obviously, in the 80s, the lack of uh, information moving quickly. Yeah, so yeah. you just hear of this legend of this guy, Tony yeah. Hawk, doing Kinda all this stuff. Kind of made it better. And then, but like, now you're his fucking boy. How crazy is that? that like, you is... hear about this fictional character. Yeah. And then that'd be like me being like, oh, yeah, me and Seinfeld are now best friends. It doesn't go away. That's fucking awesome. Because we do shows down at, at the ramp, and often it's just uh, us two doing the podcast, and then afterwards we skate. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm skating. It's just me and Tony. That's fucking crazy, dude. It's Tony and I, whatever. But it's, I, I will just slap myself in the face from time to time, especially now that we're older and we're like more fragile. Sure. And it's like, if we hit our head now, is that that's, that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the last time, yeah. right? Like we like we got family now that go, Hey, how many times have you been knocked out this year? You know, and, and you go, Yeah, yeah, good point. Maybe I should slow down. Like that that is a thing now. Damn. Dude. So it's like more of a you know, I'm gonna try something that's like 
you got this, dude. Yeah. You know I mean? believe we're, in you, man. Yeah, 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 because it's like, this could be it. Kip, let's talk about Manscaped. Ooh, my balls are tingling. Ooh, another OG on the podcast. Uh-huh. Been with us with, since Jump Street. Yeah, baby. And they just keep getting better and better. I know. New things. Now they got the Weed Whacker. They got the Lawnmower 4.0. The Weed Whacker, they're already on two. They got they got, they became the best in the business. They ain't wrestling the laurels, baby. They're innovating over there. And here's the good news. You don't got to get them separately. You can get it all in the Performance Package 4.0. Oh, uh, we ain't talking 1.0, 2.0, 3.0. We're talking 4.0. Everything you need for grooming. Uh-huh. Fucking soup to nuts down there. They got the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker 2.0 for ear and nose hair grooming. Which, nose. by the way, buddy, they, that creeps up on you when you reach a certain age. I'm there. They got the crop preserver, the anti-chafing ball deodorant, crop revot, the toner, because my lady likes a nice tone ball. I don't know about yours. Tight, tight sack, girl. But I got a, yeah, I got a real tight sack. I got to tone it up, baby. Like a basketball. Uh, it's the only thing I use. I use the trimmer. I've said a bunch. I've used it on my balls. I use it on my face. I use it all over the chest. It's beach season. I got to trim up. Keeps the sweat down. Keeps the stink away. Got to train my hamburger meat I got up here. Yeah. Uh, Keep the property value up. Sure. You got to cut the grass. Can't let the neighbors get upset. Uh-uh. Uh, here we go, baby. Here's the turkey. You get 20% off and free shipping with the code garbage at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code garbage. Manscaped, the perfect way to get your panties sizzling hot this summer, baby. Do it. <laughs> Kippy, do you like that box of awesome? Uh, you mean Bespoke Post, the best box in the whole gosh darn land? Ooh, best holiday all year long. Ooh, look for- when that puppy shows up at the door. Ding dong, box day's here. Let's go. Gang, they got tons of fun products. You got outdoor stuff. You got grooming stuff. Anything you could possibly want, they got it crammed in a nice little box. Small businesses. Fantastic company. Yeah, gang. Uh, I've said it a bunch. They send me something every month. It's fantastic. I open it up. It's always something cool. Like I, I, I roll with a knife. Heavy bike when Told I'm around you, it's the next house. to the bed. Bing. I use it to open up my Amazon packages like a lady. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, easy to get started. Just take the quiz at boxofawesome.com and you get matched with your perfect box. Each box is valued around $70, but you only pay a fraction of that. 90% of everything in your box is going is coming from a small up-and-coming brand, like the big man said, so you're getting in an incredible deal every single month. Now here's the juice. Mm-hmm. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com. Enter the code GARBAGE at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code GARBAGE, for 20% off your first box. One more time, get a pen, boxofawesome.com, code GARBAGE. Do it, gang. Did you take your parents out of the ramp to show them how, how good you were at it? No, no. Did that connect with no, them at all? No, one time they came. One time one time my dad paid for me to go in a contest where American pros were there, and because I was late, I ended up being in a heat with them. And there's a video I showed Tony, which is fucking hilarious, where he's standing on the deck, and I'm, I'm standing here, and I go... <laughs> and the, I can see that my fucking father's holding a... And I'm like, look at that. And then, because Tony looks my way, I look, I don't want to get eye contact, so I look away from him. But he's seen the video of me being 16 and trembling in the presence. And now we're. And he's a kid too at the time, for the most part. He was a bit, yeah, no, yeah, but not to a 16 year old. He was like 20, you know, in his 20s. Right. And he was already the The great Tony Hawk. Like he hadn't, he'd been around. He was a freak. We were all trembling in his presence. And rightly so. And when you would come over here, where would you stay? Couches and shit. You'd stay in First couches. couple of days, I slept in a kid's playground. I brought a sleeping bag because we came to fucking go. Like, I did not, Jesus I didn't expect Christ. anything. Did you come solo by yourself? Came with another guy. Really? Yeah, and we slept in a kid's Just playground. Just on your own? Yeah, well, the other Damn, guy knew. Dude. 
The other guy knew people. I found out many years later. We stayed at Lance Mountain's house and we lived there for like a couple of months until he was like, you got to go. And we didn't know. I didn't know this until my 50th birthday. Lance Mountain came to my 50th birthday and told me the story of when he first met me and was like, yeah, yeah your friend just fucking knocked on the door, dude, and was like, hey, we're here. He didn't talk to me about staying. And then you guys just stayed. And Lance was a guy that was trying to he knew that we loved skateboarding sure. and was like i want to help you guys progress but at the same time i don't really know you guys like that well and you're definitely overstaying sure because we were, we didn't have anywhere else to go and where else would i want to go lance mountain's house with lance mountain's ramp in the backyard and that was i lo- i became pro at in those three months i learned three tricks a day i made sure i did Damn, it just it's a worker. Me, it's fucking wild, dude. Lance Mountain's a legendary <laughs> skateboarder. It's just like comedy, though. Like you go, like I go to the to the the comedy store, and like Mark Marin walks by, and then does a set, and I'm like, fuck, yeah, you know, like, like Bobby Lee and all these people are right there, right in front of me, and it's it's just like MMA. I'm a child again. Yeah, you know, even if I'm older than you, I just go, oh shit, you know what I mean? It's 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 Tim Dillon, mm-hmm. you know, like. And he's like, what the, what, dickhead? And I'm just like, <laughs> what do you want? That's Tim Dillon. Get out of my way. Yeah. Yeah. Just going, Shout out to Timmy D. Locals only dickhead. <laughs> the, first time, the first time I met him. Get I, out of your poser. I just, Beating up a security guard. I, I just did like my second set at the comedy store ever because Ryan Sickler, he got me on there. Shout out to Sickler. Shout Sick. out to Sickler. And I was in the green room and Tim Dillon comes in and, I'm, and I said to myself, holy mm-hmm. shit, Tim Dillon. <laughs> and he goes, hey man, that was a good set. I was like, thank you, Tim Dillon. And then he goes, you want to do a set with me? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, we'll come back tomorrow and, and uh, do a set on, on my show. I'm like, okay. And then I get there and uh, it's just him in the green room. And he goes, where are you? You ever lived in the East Coast? And I was like, no, why? And he goes, well, you're here. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, everybody else isn't here. You're here. Oh, on time? Yeah. LA Comics <laughs> don't show up. And I was like, wait. To the to a Tim Dillon gig at the comedy store. And he's like, Yeah. And then he went up first and left. He called a few other people. Mm-hmm. So then I witnessed this guy get a whole new lineup of the same caliber. Sure. Like Andrew Schultz shows up instead. And I'm like, you can just call Andrew Schultz. How you guys are fucking crazy. Yeah. That it was and then when I came back to be like, Tim Dillon, he already left. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it him was si- that, It was that guy from South Africa. I haven't seen him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never met him. I haven't seen him since, and he probably hasn't seen me. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I guess I didn't do that good. What are you doing uh, food-wise, spending money-wise, when, when you come over here that young? Sack of potatoes. You know, Sack of potatoes. Like it's the 1400s, baby. <laughs> hey, man, I wasn't a smart kid, all right? I was just like... I Dude, the sack- fact that you did that is insane. I mean, that is that's fucking... That's crazy. It lasted a long time. Halfway and, around the world. And skateboarders nuts. are fan like when you skate like I skate when I showed up, I skated like I like it's everything to me and all the other guys that were pros could tell this kid is gonna be a is one of us. Mm-hmm. Sure. So there was like you don't have any food, dude? Like, do you want to stay at my house? Like, Ben Comedy is the very comedy is very right. similar. It's like well, if you're a comedian, you're in the you're in the group. Like, ben Schroeder let me live at his yeah. house for like six months like half a until my visa until my holiday visa was up mm-hmm. like and his mum 
came in one time and sang a, a song to me about how it was time for me to leave. <laughs> me and Ben were just sitting in the, on the couch super high and she came in. It's been nice knowing you, but you gotta go, Jason. And I'm just like, wait. Well, you were staying at his mom's place? At his fa- family's house. Oh, my God. Yeah, he didn't have a house. Get your shit and hit the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got played off like the Grammys. Yeah. yeah. Starts playing Closing Time. It, it took closing a cu- Time. It took a, it took a couple of verses for me to get it. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's me. That's me. All uh, right, right. I'll go. <laughs> Holy shit. So you did that for a couple of years, back and forth. Four years. Four On years. On the fourth year is when I got sponsored and got a deal. When you got sponsored, got it. So now you start Element making- sponsored me for $700, $600 a month. And then I got- Now you're living high on the hog. I got a raise to 700 the next year, so I was feeling it, feeling pretty good. And then I went to Vancouver for the Slam City Jam. I've been pro for a bit now. And on the way back into from Canada to America, they go- were you at that skateboard contest? And I was like, yeah. And like, you, are you a skateboarder? I was uh, like, yeah, but I was just watching. Uh-huh. I'm just here to watch. You know what I mean, like, why you go to America so much? I'm like, oh, I just love America, like Disneyland, like just lying at my ass. And he's like, do you have any money to prove that you have money when you go back into America? And I was like, of course I do. And he's like, well, where is it? I'm like, it's in my bank account. And he's like, I'm going to deport you if you don't show me money. And I was like, I'll just get a bank statement and come back. And he goes, okay. And I don't have any money. So I went back out of customs and left the airport, got a taxi back to the city and called these dudes, the Red Dragons that like run Vancouver skateboarding. And I called Moses at, in a, at a payphone, and he's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm on the corner of something and something. And he came down, had some joints for me. I was like, you can stay at my house. Then I lived at his house with him and Colin McKay, who's also another legendary skateboarder. Sure is. And they were like, you need to get on the Bones Brigade. Those guys, they got lawyers. They'll get you an athlete visa. So Wait, are these Red Dragons crime-related? No. Okay. <laughs> they, they sound real gnarly, is have, what I'm saying. We all you have, can't just say the Red Dragons came and picked me up all, on the corner. We all have giant Red Dragon tattoos. You're part of the Red Dragons? Yeah, yeah, I'm the Whoa. first Damn, uh, non-Canadian-born Red Dragon. Man, we it's have a, a patch over we have a gang. <laughs> we have a gang sign and shit. Man, this guy's done it's it It's more of a gang for, it was for security when we go skate. It, like, security would be like, you guys need to get the fuck out of here. And we'd be like, nah. You know who you're talking to? Yeah. Because we were a little, we had a couple of heavies in the, in the group. Sure. That, that could, like, push back. And then because Jesus. we pushed back, the, the littler guys had a, an attitude where. Sure. You're like, you got to get the fuck out of here. I'm like, you need to get the fuck out of here. And then, it, you know, we would keep skating. Police would chase us. We would run. No real skate parks, not well accepted, all that kind of. We're Canada talking. has skate parks, but the streets were forbidden. Like yeah. if you're in this downtown and you're skating a ledge, people, cops, there's like cops on BMXs, on mountain bikes, and they would chase everybody. I'm not even a street skater. I would just go there to start shit. That's a wild west. That's a real rabble rouser. A little damn. bit. One time I pushed a security guard through a plate glass window. Jesus. <laughs> That's just a life and times of a Red Dragon member. <laughs> <laughs> the only member of the Yakuza who can take flip. <laughs> I know, dude. What the fuck? All right, uh, we're gonna hit this handrail. Then we're gonna steal. We're gonna rob that bank, okay, guys? Yeah. Running around Canada with an Uzi, <laughs> <laughs> fucking popping out the top of a limo. Hey, hey, hey! Keep it down, all right? Yeah. It's between us. <laughs> Holy shit! All right, so when do you start making a, like 
a little bit of money where you, where you, where you're you're yeah. okay. The Bones Brigade. The Bones Brigade. Yeah, they started paying me like two or three grand a month. Nice. Then I got a, a shoe sponsor. What I, year are we talking? If you don't mind me asking. Shit. Nineties, like, not late nineties. Two, three grand in the nineties. Let's yeah. fucking go. You're yeah, rich. And then when you go back to Australia, because of the exchange rate, it was double. So in Australia, I was making fucking like, killing you know, it. six or seven, maybe eight grand a month all up, and and I didn't have a house or didn't pay taxes because I didn't know about that. Uh huh. So I was yeah living. I had so what are the chains and shit? I, I thought I was stupid rich. purchases. Oh yeah, only yes. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> buy anything that I have now. Welcome to the show, baby. That's a great way to put it. I didn't buy anything I have now. <laughs> That's great. I've never thought of it that way. It's all gone. Oh, oh no, I got a red dragon chain still. Hey, you yeah. got to. I bought a diamond necklace, like fucking five grand. Like <laughs> I don't have any money, but I got a $5,000 necklace yeah. on. I'm a fucking idiot. Damn. Yeah. So when you go back after this, you got money in your pocket, professional it, skateboarder. What are the folks saying then? Oh, um, I, I don't know. Or they not I, get it? I, the, the only time I remember my dad being proud of me is my one of his work colleagues said that, did you know Jay Snow's pink? He's friends with pink because I'm friends You with- know pink? Yeah. What the fuck? So that was the first time I ever heard. This guy's like the Forrest Gump of the X Games. <laughs> I said, I fuck, said he's been everywhere. He's a red dragon. He's friends with pink. Beating up a security guard at a bus stop. Pink probably did too, so leave me alone. Yeah. Holy shit! But, uh, he went to one demo. He came to one demo with his friends, with which is weird. He came to the demo with uh, a a guy friend that he'd been friends with for years, and his wife. I ended up sleeping with her for a couple of years, and her two sisters. So it was like this weird thing where she came, and I knew why she came. But yeah, you did. There was a demo where it was like real good guys, and I was as good. And that was the the one time where, uh, I was like, you guys cannot. Deny that the, what, what I'm is. doing here. Yeah. I'm doing ten foot airs in this demo. You know I mean, with this other guy who's the best dude in the world, mm-hmm. and I don't look any worse than him. Sure, this was a good look. But the first time he actually, I got a check delivered to the house, and he saw it. I'll never forget it. He goes, three grand. What's this for?" <laughs> I said, "Skateboarding." He goes, "How often do they give you these?" I was like, "Every month." He's like, "Every month." You should take this shit serious. <laughs> what the fuck, man? I was like, what do you think I've been doing? He's like, I thought you've been selling weed the whole time. <laughs> Fucking holding out on me. <laughs> I thought you've been selling weed the whole you time. You better take this shit serious. That's an all-time parent. From not understanding yeah. like, to yelling at you yeah. for it. My mom hit me the other day. She's like, are you writing new material? I'm like, shut the fuck up, lady. <laughs> Fucking job's hard enough. Wow. <laughs> because we're doing a big show in Philly. Are you writing? I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Get off my case. Seriously. I fucking need this shit from you. I'm a red dragon. <laughs> fuck out of my face. All right, I want to go back to Australia a little bit because you're the first Australian we've had on. Okay. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of... Clint, we have a lot of Australian fans, and the big thing is the Bogan. Yeah, right. So it's like you're a Bogan. Oh yeah. You know, but Bogan is their yeah. When my dad died, dirt bag, their trash. It's their my dad died, then my brother died, like around the same year, and we had another wake at my brother's house, and this one was uh, we did burnouts in the garage, put dirt bikes in the garage with the with the with the garage door down. I had uh, a, a joint in my mouth. Bike in fucking sixth gear pin, just bah, fucking smoke everywhere. Some other bike smoke everywhere. 
we're just doing burnouts in the garage, giving ourselves uh, carbon monoxide poisoning. And then uh, it's like, What's yeah. What's the point of having the garage door down? Because it holds the smoke more. You can't see where you're going. Okay. <laughs> it's just real bogan shit, yeah, I presume. Duh, the, you what pussy. The, what the fuck? Seriously. What kind of pussy question was that? My apologies. Just told you we're trying to get carbon monoxide poisoning. You're fucking asking why. We're mourning here. Just fucking told you why. Brad awake, you <laughs> Trying idiot. to fucking die in this dead guy's respect, you know? When I get out of the garage, okay. I get out of the garage, I'm coughing, feel pretty sick. <laughs> Mission accomplished, you, you know? don't say. And we go, well, I sit out against the side of the house, and, and uh, my brother brings this guy over, the bogan-looking guy. And in Australia, it's like, uh, it's, it's a racist term now, but it's like if you're Italian and Greek, you're a wog. Okay. And when you were younger, it'd be, right. it'd be like that's pretty good. <laughs> when you were younger, it'd be like Jimmy the Wog. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> Jimmy, we might gotta bring that one back. Jimmy, oh, yeah. Jimmy called himself a Wog. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, So yeah. it wasn't, but you could say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I don't think it's a good idea. I think uh, things have changed. It's hey, been a long time since. Italian and Greek, fuck him. What are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a touchy subject right now. Most dirt balls deserve it. I, I did not say that. I did not say that. I called Jimmy the Wog Jimmy the Wog because sure. Jimmy said call me Jimmy the Wog. Of course. Right. <laughs> Jimmy the Wog. Jimmy the Wog. Right. Sounds any, like a good guy. Any fucking way. <laughs> fucking don't like this. <laughs> this guy comes over and he's from this ethnicity, right? But he's called the Burnout King. <clears throat> and, he, and he's introduced to me as the Burnout King. And he's very serious. Uh-huh. And he goes, Jace, mate. You mean, I, I knew your dad. You know what I mean? He's a top bloke. You know, your fucking brother's a sick cunt, mate. You I mean, I've got nothing but respect for your fucking family. And I want to fucking do something in appreciation for him, mate. Could I do that? And I was like, yes. This Burnout sick, King, dude. you could do that. He's like, come outside, mate. I've got something for you. And I go, okay. And we go out there and he's got his car out in the street already. And he's put another tire on. I can already tell he's put another tire on one side because it's not a limited slip diff. It's a car that when you bag it up, only one wheel's going to crank. And he okay. knows it. Okay. So he fucking uh, immediately, he's like, just stand there. You know what I mean? He gets in the car, got the door open, starts the car up, immediately just fucking bags it up. Bah, 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 starts shifting. This thing's smoking up. And he opens the door. And he looks back. So he watches the tire while he's doing it. And I'm like, this guy's a fucking pro. Yeah. Like, this is a top burnout. It starts going. I mean, I mean, that's a crazy sentence, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's I, a hey, pro. Man, if you're a bogan, you know, like when someone does it like that, you're like, this guy's done thousands of these. <laughs> not, not like one time every now and then when he's drunk. It, this shit happens yeah. regular. So he starts doing this burnout, fucking smoke everywhere. Everyone's getting pumped. Then the brake pad thing is, go, is glowing red. You mean, because it's been going for so long. And we're, we're raging and we're getting closer because of the light. And then fucking boom, fucking tire pops. This guy stays on the hammer, doesn't back off at all. And we run, we rush the car because it blew up. You know what I mean? We're bogans. We're like, fuck yeah. We run at it. And as I run at it. it sounds like a soccer team, the bogans. <laughs> boiling hot tire comes flicking off everywhere and starts burning everybody. And we're all getting burnt. And we're all laughing because, you know, it's, it's that. Sure. We want it. Sure. And, and we're like, you know, like, ah! We are bogans. I'm like, ah, I'm fucking burning it. Ah! You know what I mean? And then, and then this guy's still going. And then the, the tire catches on fire. And then the back of his car's on fire. And he's just out the door going, bah, 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 bah. And I'm like, this is like Mad this Max. This guy's fucking 
given it. Like he's wrecking his car. So then it's, you know, standing ovation. Everyone's freaking out. He fucking finally stops and we put his car out, uh-huh. pouring water on it and shit. And he's like, you know, there you go, mate. There you know, go. For you guys. I was like, thank you, but <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, seriously. And that guy became my friend. He's still my friend. I follow him on Instagram. He's got like a, his name's, he's got, I think it's at Dizzles. But he makes, he's got, he sells barbecue meat. He makes, sells his own barbecues. Man, Bogans are all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's Cooked on a hot tire. Shout out to the Burnout King. Yeah. <laughs> He wanted me to post these barbecues. <laughs> He's selling barbecues. Mate, you reckon you can give me a fucking repost? I was like, <laughs> Any, anything you want, Burnout King. Yeah. For what you did for my family yeah. when we were grieving? Yeah. Anything you want. Yeah, because he fucking he fixed us, you know? Man. We were all fucking laughing for a minute. He fucking fixed us. That's a fucking funeral. I'll what tell what you was that. the mullet situation at that funeral? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There Required. Was, there, was a, there was a couple. If you were sure, a, yeah, you yeah. had to have one to be a pallbearer. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Okay. Man. All right. All right. <laughs> That's fucking wild, dude. Yeah. Kip, this is Factor, baby. Shout out to the boys at Factor. Yeah, they're all right over there. They know what they're doing in the kitchen, I'll tell you that. They know. Everybody gets busy. I do. And what's the first thing that you start slipping on? The meals. Good, nutritious meals. You get the drive-thru, you get the takeout. A pizza man myself. Factor has got you covered. The number one meal kit sent right to your door. You heat it up. You throw it in the microwave two minutes. Or what Kippy does, he throws it on a skillet, puts it on a plate like a gentleman. Because I'm a fancy pants boy. They're good stuff, man. You have a nice, nutritious meal in two minutes. You're ready to go. You don't got to worry about nothing. Stay on top of it. Yeah, Factor's fresh, never frozen meals. Uh, <laughs> meal times are so quick, easy, and you get to that delicious, delicious meal. With over 34 weekly restaurant quality options, there's always something new to try. I log in. It sends you an email. I was like, hey, your thing's going out tomorrow. Jump in. Beep, boop, pop, boop, boop, boop. You pick and choose what oh, you want. I'm a shredded up. chicken taco bowl man oh. myself. I say give me 10 of them. Uh, you head to fact my wife hates him. I head to factor doc factor75.com slash garbage fifty and use the code garbage fifty to get fifty percent off. Gang. Jesus, really? There we go. That's code garbage fifty at factor75.com slash garbage fifty to get fifty percent off. That's gotta be a typo. They're giving it away, baby. Nuts? Check it out for yourself over there. Factor75.com slash garbage fifty. Do it. Try it out, gang. My dad's funeral. We just did a nice little luncheon. <laughs> right. Fucking pussies. <laughs> right, then, then we went up. To, I had to put their ashes. We have a, a house in the mountains. It's where they both died too. And I had to put their ashes on the. We have a. We built like a motocross track in the front of the house. Like just dug it all up because my brother raced. He was like top two in Australia, like proper Damn. racer. Okay. So we built it. He helped, and my dad helped build like a supercross track out the front. So when he died, we had to put the ash. We put the ashes all over the track, and then I know from the Australia the the law with the guns, where they said you know if you give your illegal guns back, you get money for them. You don't get in trouble. Well, my dad gave most of his guns back. Sure, but I knew that there was two guns that he kept, and I knew where they were. And my stepmom didn't. So after he died, I grabbed this one. It's only a twenty-two, but it's got a sixteen, uh, sixteen-shot magazine. Okay, so it's like. And it's semi-automatic, and semi-automatic is illegal, even if it's a twenty-two. So I get on the balcony of my father's bedroom, and everyone's downstairs. You know what I mean? And I'm fucking like, and my stepmom is down there, and she goes, Jason! And I'm like, whoa, what? She's like, what the fuck? What? 
get down here. And I was like, oh, shit. Because uh, I kind of thought maybe I was in charge now. But nah, I'm not. And yeah, no. To, She'll to, pull your card real fucking Yeah, yeah but I, I was like, oh, wow. that. So I thought that was going to fly. But. Yeah, you're like, I'm the man of the house. She's like, no, you're not. I put that get back. Get down here and clean your room. Yeah. Actually, no, I gave it back to the police. There you go. Turned yeah. it in. Yep. I mean, this guy was worrying about saying wog, and then he's talking about fucking semi-automatic weapons in fucking Australia. You're crazy. I'm I was not. about to say, so you have a mountain house. That sounds pretty nice. <laughs> but yeah. they put a dirt bike track in the front of it. They're dirt bike people. But they the front? Uh, that's yeah. a backyard obstacle. Well, there's not a lot of neighbors. Okay. So it's kind of, a, it's in the bush. Oh, the bush. Yeah. It's like really in there. Okay. It's serious business over there. Like you, yeah, the bush don't play. And you don't, you can walk around naked and shoot guns there. Just not when my stepmom's around. Did you always have that, like all growing up? Uh, no, we always used to camp in the bush when we were younger. And then when my dad had some money, he built like a log cabin. I ended up, <laughs> I ended up helping build it. Cause I didn't have a job and he gave me the job. So I, uh, another friend of his that was a carpenter, he and I moved up there and lived there and helped build, like I built Curacao, the fucking like making like concrete and mm -hmm. building fucking steps and shit. I didn't know what I was doing. I just sure. did what I was told, but we this lived before up. skateboarding. No, nah, I was still skating. But, yeah. it, but no, this is after you before would come I to was America. Pro. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I was, but I was pro in Australia, if that means anything. Gotcha. Yeah. I, th I thought I was hot shit still. But yeah, <laughs> building, that, building that house. But we, it was one of those things where we, we built it. Like, we got all the rocks from the river. Like we, we didn't spend. It's not a log cabin. Like, when you go to the snow here, like Mammoth and stuff, and you see log cabins, they're all straight. You know, they're yeah. built by professionals. Like, it looks like Sylvester Stallone's house and shit. <laughs> Rich what people a, shit. What a weird pull. Ours was a, a bogan. I, I, I always think of log cabins. I think of Sly. Are you referring to his log cabin in uh, Rocky Four? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ours was shit. <laughs> that one was nice. When you were building that, was there like snakes and spiders and shit running around? Yeah, yeah. yeah not, 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 you guys are fucking idiots with the Australia, look out. It's not like fucking. Snakes and sharks are flying at me everywhere you I go. You're gonna catch me in a Yeah, I think it is. There's there's snakes and they don't fucking come for you. You gotta fucking stand on it, which means you gotta like walk around blind. They don't. They don't. You know what I mean? Like I never go in the bush like ah fucking look ah look out. They're, <laughs> They're all over the place. Run! They're fucking everywhere. Like it's not. It's got a knife on them. That never happened. But pulling the house down because it was an old shed and I had to pull all the uh all the roofing and all the shit off and take the insulation out. And every sheet of insulation I took out, there was hundreds of huntsmen's. What's and that? Huntsmen's are the big hairy spiders. So Ooh. it is like that. Yeah, what are you talking <laughs> but about? They're, but they're not poisonous. They're still scary. So that, yeah, yeah, but still got you, an attitude they're scary. They're scary if you just showed up from America and you're like, <laughs> fucking tarantulas are everywhere. Yeah. They're not tarantulas. They're fucking huntsmen and they don't bite. So it's more like you just brush Show them out of the way. Oh, what about in the house growing up uh, towards the city? Was there any spiders or anything like that? Like in just the huntsmen's. That's it. Yeah. The the How whole big's a huntsman. Pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's it. Yeah. If you're saying pretty big, it's got. Yeah. I, I was scared of spiders. I woke up with one on my chest. <laughs> okay. Australian tourist. I had to stare down with it until my mum woke up and flicked it off. So uh, that one fucked with me a little bit. I was scared of, scared of spiders <laughs> for a while, dude. but I cured myself when I moved to America. Because I lived with dudes that knew that I was scared of them, and they kept putting them on me, or dead ones, or pretending doing the thing with the feather on your ear and shit. Uh, to, in the end, where they did it so much, I was like, "Fucking put it in my fucking mouth!" 
I didn't fucking care anymore. And they cured me. Yeah. What's that? Immersion therapy or whatever? Yeah. And my show, we did stunts where we had Pat a Predator, where I had a, a pet guy come in that had snakes, lizards, and spiders and scorpions. Pet a Predator. And they were all aggressive ones. So the whole point was, if you put your hand in the box, it's not going to maybe bite you. It's going to fucking bite you. <laughs> So I've had a tarantula, a big fat hairy tarantula. Like I've, I go to put my hand in the box and it goes, ah! and I'm like, are you fucking joking me? Like it's not, it sees me and it's like, do it. Yeah, I fucking I dare. dare you to yeah. do it. And I put it in there and it comes over fucking, ah, you cocksucker. It fucking starts biting you. But it doesn't hurt. It just looks scary. Like the actual, because I got bit by like an eight foot anaconda, try, desperately trying to get the what show the, to be on his way to school. What? Well, this one at one time, this guy from South Africa that like slept with snakes in Vegas in a glass house, like in a mall for like a week, like he's out of his mind on him. And he came in with one and he pulled it out of the bag, put it on the table, and I was like, "Fuck!" And I and everybody after the show was like, "Dude, you're so scared of snakes. You're Australian. How is that possible?" I'm like, it's not like what I, they don't, I, I haven't been attacked by a snake my whole life. So then I called the guy and said, do you have a really big snake that will bite me? Because I thought for the, for the radio, mm -hmm. if you're scared of snakes and you go, there's an eight foot anaconda and it's going to bite this guy that's scared of snakes. Will you change the channel? That was my theory. So I was right, but also right when the snake, because they had three people holding this thing because it was that, so dude, big. You're nuts. And he goes, Go put, your, put your arm Catch out. some air or something. And as soon as I put my arm out, it just went whap onto my wrist and then started to try and grab my arm and pull the skin off. And those dudes wrestled it off. And then we had another game. We had him come back in. He was my friend for, we, I did photo shoots with him. I did an ESPN, the magazine photo shoot where I had to go underwater with this snake and hold it <laughs> while it was looking at me and scream at it. Man, you are the complete opposite of Foley. This is nuts. I just really wanted the show to work. I don't I, I don't enjoy if you're like, guess what, Jace, the snake's back for this show, I'd be like, fuck. Bring I, don't, him out. I don't like him. I mean I don't want to say that if he's listening. I'm scared of him. Sure. Yeah. But for the show, for the for the sake for the of entertainment, entertainment value, yeah, yes, I've always been committed to it. Man. Huh. Jesus Christ. You fucking rule, dude. <laughs> I think the skateboarding and the moto and stuff made it easier, you know? Like, if you get hurt a lot, you know, like I've broken, like, over 50 bones. I've been knocked out over 20 times. When you, when you go to hospital and get surgeries and you, and you do all the things that I've done, snake bite doesn't seem that bad. It's true. You know? I remember I'm being like, a am kid. I going to the emergency room after this? And if the answer is no, then it's not really that bad. I remember being a kid watching you on TV, you know, when I was younger, watching you and be like, this guy's fucking nuts. I'm not, and then, I, not. then I meet you and I'm like, you're fucking actually crazy. <laughs> I'm you're not. Actual crazy Wait, person. that doesn't make sense to you? <laughs> what? You're to be, I'm trying to make the show work. What else am I going to do? Gay porn is not a high paying job. <laughs> like, I don't have a lot of abilities. Sure. The radio show, if I make it, like, I saw sure. Howard Stern. I'm tell like, people tell me he gets 100 million. I'm like, I just want one million. Can I have one million? <laughs> give, me a, give me one like, million. If the snake bites me, will you give me one million? Like, it's an easy deal. Sure. Sure. Holy shit, man. Man, you're my kind of nuts. <laughs> huh. Whew. <laughs> you guys had a Man, question. through the ringer. I think I got spiders <laughs> on me. I swear to God. Foley's going to have to take Foley to a psychiatrist after this. Man. You guys are so good at talking and now you cease. That's crazy. <laughs> that is heavy duty well, shit. Well, uh, back a little bit. I, 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 back You're going back? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's got money and air conditioning now. Let's talk about that. <laughs>
What kind of sushi do you like? <laughs> Jesus Christ. But we know new oh, money American shit. shit. Yeah. I want to know. I want to know poor Australian shit because apparently it sounds like the fucking fifteen hundreds. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you they a rich guy. They got huntsman coming after. I'll you. give you a rich guy story. I went to dinner last night with Tony Hawk. Shout to out some, to the Birdman. Some restaurant that gave us like six a six course menu that turned into a nine course because the chef wanted to show Tony Hawk a little extra of what they do, and then we get brought into the kitchen, just us. And get meet the chef and get treated to a dessert at the chef table. Ooh. It's like, uh, what's that movie where everybody kills each other on the island? Menu? The, the menu. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know how they're just super, the, 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 the chefs were just sure. like all organized and everything was crazy put together? It was like that. Chef's table in the kitchen. That's about as classy as it gets right Sure, there. but okay, so at, at the same time, you're a... Uh, what are you wearing to an event, to a dinner like that? Because you're you're obviously a very cool guy. You yeah. were like you are that guy. You could just wear like a black t-shirt yeah, and jeans. Is that yeah, what you rock? Or I stay out. When you dress up, what's that like? I wear suits. Yeah. Yeah. You got a lot of suits. You a suit guy? Uh, I got like three. It's all right. I, I got like a Gucci suit and shit. I get down. Ooh, all right. Yeah. There we go. Oh no, I'm. Uh, all right, now we're talking. It's here. like ghetto fabulous kind of sure. thing. Like with your new money trash is <laughs> what yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, I, I mean, I saw. Oh wait, Gucci's the most expensive thing you I'll can take get. Two oh, of fuck it. Yeah, yeah, I'll get one of those. It's, oh, Gucci shoes that match a jacket. Done deal. Mm. What Gucci sunglasses? Fuck it. Boom. Like I yeah. got I'm a poser for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was at front of the Me Hollywood uh, Improv the other day, and the security guy goes. Uh, are you are you somebody important? And I go, I mean, I, I I think I am, yeah. And he goes, yeah. You look, you dress like you think you're important. You dress like and you I was think like, you're really. Pretty much sums me up. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> See you in there. No, it was a real ego booster for sure. <laughs> what color are those suits? Uh, one's black. One's uh, the the Gucci one is is black and dark blue and the jacket has like the bumblebees on it like printed in you can barely see it but it's Please. pretty and then i have the bumblebee shoes and, and belt to match like i don't fucking play okay yeah. you know how to tie a tie yeah okay yeah you want to tie? i went to private school and then i got expelled for breaking a fat kid's arm but i didn't he <laughs> why are you looking at Henry, me he's sorry about that <laughs> we're both here <laughs> Where do you want me to look? Oh, hey. right in the eye. I broke a fat kid's arm. Does that feel better, you fucking fat fucks? <laughs> breaking my arm. <laughs> Start running. <laughs> fucking assholes. Fucking red dragons. Wait, so you went to private school? Yeah, my grandma was, because she owned the electronics store, and she was rich, and she tried to, because I was bad at school. And she was like, we'll fix him and we'll put him in private school. Sure. Last and ditch effort. She paid for it. And then I, this kid stole my marbles. I won. And he was stole like, nah. Marbles. Jesus Christ. He's like, nah, I win. And I'm like, nah, that's not how that goes. And then we got into a push and shove thing and I, I fucking hit him and he fell and his arm got stuck in the bench as he fell. I didn't fucking focus his arm. Sure. I was like. Hey, that's on him. Yeah. I was like 12 or something. So his arm broke and I was like, ah, oh, shit. That looks bad. And then uh, principal, because they used to beat you. I used to get hit with the belt and the cane sure. and shit. Cane? And then, yeah. He'd fucking bend you over and fucking crack you. Leave marks and shit. I mean, he did it to me before my dad got there. And when my dad got there, my dad's a bogan. You, know, my dad's, you don't say. My dad's not from money. You know, My dad headbutts people. 
quick too. Like you, that's fuck. a great Australian. <laughs> that Australians go for a. Head, I never saw him bump. lose a fight. One time, I, one time he got close, fought a guy in an alleyway after work, and I was there. What? The Wait, what? What? My dad was parked out the front, and my friend was there to meet me. We we're gonna go skate, and I was, I was like, "Give us a ride." He's like, "Fuck off! I've got to go somewhere. We're probably gonna go bone somebody." And this guy comes flying by in the alleyway, real close to Dad's car, and he goes, "What the fuck?" And then the guy hits the brakes, stops, and just points at the ground. And my dad goes, "Yeah, fucking go, cunt!" And then they he gets out of the car, and the guy's a real big, tall guy. And I'm like, "Ah, oh, shit!" Like he looks pretty About big. To watch my dad get his ass kicked. And my and I'm in front of my dad, going, "Dad, stop! It's not worth it." Because I don't like that stuff. And I mean, I'm like, "Just don't!" You know, I mean, don't. And he's like, "Get out of the fucking way!" And then right before I'm in the middle of a punch on, I move out of the way. My dad starts smashing him up against the wall, and then the dude hits the wall, and he could he could fucking fight. He front kicked me, my dad, in the chest. And my dad bounced from the other side, hit his back on the on the other alleyway wall, and I just blacked out. And I and I remember the guy was really tall, so I jumped up high while he was facing my dad and got him into like the schoolyard headlock. Sure. And then I put him in his car door, like punching him. You did. I, yeah. And then I. So started, now you and your dad are beating this guy nah, up. No, my dad was just watching at this point. I t I had him in the your door. Your tag team and a dude. We <laughs> I started what slamming his head. I started, I started slamming his head in his door. Not cool. Like I was crying. You know I mean like fucking touch my fucking dad? You know shit like that. And then I was like, "You fucking done?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm done." And I'm like, oh, "Fuck off!" And pushed him in his car. And then I walk off, and my dad starts walking next to me, and he goes. You took your fucking time to jump in. <laughs> and I looked at You'll him. You'll have to get a couple licks in, huh? I looked at him in out of shock. And he'd be like, what are you fucking talking about? He's uh -huh. like, ah, oh, just joking. <laughs> and then I was like, can I get a ride now? And he's like, nah. And he still left. We had to catch what a train. What the fuck, man? I was like, I just fucking helped you, man. Oh, you got into a fight with your dad in the alleyway. Yeah. I've been, I've been, I saw a lot of fights. Oh. I didn't. That's why. That's why I was always scared of confrontation because I see my dad hey, punch pretty people fucking good at it, and all their teeth come out of their mouth with one punch. And I was like, "What happens if I fight a guy like him? I don't want to go. I don't want my teeth punched out of my face." So I was always scared. That's why I got into MMA after being a pro skateboarder because I knew how scared I was of it, and I, and it, and it irked me. It's kind of like comedy. Like I was so scared of it that I was like, "Why? Do it, yeah. I'm so fascinated as to why I have this fear." So I trained to get to feel like I can take care of myself. God damn! The first time I had obviously I I obviously knew who you are. He a couple of years ago at Skankfest. He did I thought it. you were gonna follow up with some lacrosse camp story or something. Like <laughs> what? That. No, no, no. That was a good move not to. No, he. This one time I was I told a kid to go fuck himself. Yeah. Tell me one time kid. I was caddying and I beat up a rollerblader on the boardwalk. Uh, and it was when you were it was you were at it was at Skankfest and you walked in in like a tent. Oh, we were at yeah. the breakfast bar at the in Houston. Yeah. And I didn't I, I mean I knew who you were. I, I hadn't met you yet. Me and him were having breakfast and you walk in fucking, you know, like shorts and like a tank top or whatever. Yeah. And he doesn't he doesn't know who you are. And he goes, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> he goes, Kippy, look at this fucking dude. And I turn around and I go, was, I turn around and go, that's the guy fighting Lewis. And he's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I think Lewis he's like, this it. guy's nuts. I'm like, yeah, he's fucking, yeah, he's a rad dude, man. Rad dude. <laughs>
I am over the top. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know. Like a superhero. <laughs> He's the, yeah. Super poser. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're as real as it gets, dude. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I, mean, I think I have enough information t- to render a decision, <laughs> Your Honor. Yeah, but I got to know a couple of things now. We're not fucking going no, anywhere. I'm just saying. I'll tell you that. Oh, it, the, the rest is the formalities it? are done. Did you make it? We're about to launch a spinoff. Are you a bogan? <laughs> have you hosted in Australia? <laughs> Man, you would get a lot of guests. <laughs> yeah, start <laughs> half your family. You got to get the Burnout King on first. <laughs> I forgot about the Burnout King. probably give you a discount on a barbecue. <laughs> but hold on. So your grandmother had money. This is your dad's mom. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> w- was she a bogan too? Nah. Nah, she was. This isn't something you're born into. She a good into. person. Okay. Yeah, nah, I think it came from, I don't think my grandfather paid much attention. I think he did some bad stuff because- yeah, I don't want to get into that. No, that's yeah, okay. Yeah, that's course. okay. Hundred percent. But but she had the electronic store. It went to your dad. Yeah, because gotcha. my grandfather lost lost his mind a little bit after she died. Gotcha. But there was he did run it, and then he married a girl that was the same age as my dad, and she tried to take the business. So there was a lot of my dad didn't Man. like his dad. Gotcha. Okay. But wow. you went to private school for a minute. Yeah. What, what, then what? I went back to Bogan school. After I got expelled, that's and that's, that's, not, what that's not what it's called. It's just a public school, right? No, I went to man. I went. I, well, was, I decided to go to school where my mum lives. After that, and that was where it was just. I got beat up in the cricket nets for a whole lunch break. I don't even know what that sentence means. <laughs> Get, getting beat up in the baseball cage for a whole man, lunch break. All right, there that, we go. That but cricket's theoretically a classy. I sport. thought they were catching crickets. <laughs> have to be honest, cricket's a classy sport. It's not. Not in Australia, like maybe if you're playing for like Australia, high, yeah. But okay. even those guys are like, it may, it's different now. You're not allowed to be what you were. the The legends of cricket in the '80s were fat, drunk, cigarette smoking dudes <laughs> gotcha. that like punched on at the pub after they won or lost. Didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like they would be on the news for assaulting fans at a pub the night after. And then, or uh, I quit. They got a uh, Nicorette sponsor, and then you catch the guy smoking a cigarette at the pub, drunk. <laughs> all right. Like that was those were the cricket guys I grew I up with. I haven't smoked okay. in years. All right, right. <laughs> paid from paid from. Yeah, I think now. Late one with one. I think now it's a little different. You know. All right, all right, okay. Yeah, it was a different scene. And if you're just an amateur cricket player, then you're just a bogan. Okay. Now the term bogan. Like, would you say? Will somebody say like that's some bogan shit? If someone goes, "You're a bogan," would the, does that cause you to fight, or is it no, like? No, a- no. It's more in Australia. It it's it's dying because the world's changing, and you know, the, the, there's red light cameras in Australia. There's cameras now on freeways. If you break the speed limit, the photo goes off, and you get busted. So bogans can't live. You know, because if you're a bogan, you got our bogans. If you're a bogan, you do burnouts everywhere you go. You speed. (laughs) You fucking love the burnouts. (laughs) Fuck yeah, you do. It's crazy. You can't call yourself a bogan if you don't fucking peel out every day. Really? What what would be the fuck? Yeah, I peel out every fucking day. Can't even afford my car anymore, and I'm not giving it up because I know what I can What are you get whipping good... around then? What's a bogan like you? Well, I, I'm, a, I'm a, LA. a fabulous bogan, so I got an M3 Whoa. with a, like a stick shift. So I, I, I drift. I, I go to. I, I got, drift. I got friends. <laughs> I got. I'm sponsored by a Hoonigan. These guys that like Ken Block and all those guys. I, Ken, I don't know, but yeah. Well, Ken passed, but I'm still down with the with the with the company, and they have a place where there's like 
500,000 horsepower cars and you can just drift in the back Jeez. all day. I just did a photo shoot for Ink Magazine I that, yeah. where I shot a, uh, a truck doing a burnout with a flamethrower into the tire so the, the tire whips the flames up at the back of the truck. I fucking burnt his car too, accidentally. You've used a flamethrower. I got one. In, <laughs> I've, I have a flamethrower and I shoot it in my backyard and f set my pool on fire. Okay. Okay. Got a right sex there. swing out there too. It's all happening. <laughs> got a sex swing. Newly out there. divorced, so I'm just fucking oh. everybody. It's pretty cool. You got a pool. That's classy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on fire. I don't know. It's gasoline. What do you mean? He's torching it. <laughs> I guess it's not fucking salt water then. By Exxon Valdez. I've never thought of that. <laughs> salt water. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what kind of pool it is. It's just a pool, you know. <laughs> I know how to turn the heater on. <laughs> flamethrower. Get the hot tub going. <laughs> <laughs> fucking torch that 20 minutes with the flamethrower. Uh, um, uh, all right. Okay. I got to know. So I want to know. So, so, so now you're, at, you're out in California. Yeah. Right. You live out there. Yeah. You got a house. Yeah. You got the pool. Yeah. You got the nice car. Yeah. You do the suits. Yeah. All right. Uh-oh. Uh, are you going to the grocery store? Yeah, now that I'm divorced, yeah, yeah, I don't like I don't like my res new responsibilities, but yeah, I I clean the house, I I wash the dishes, I clean up dog shit in the backyard, I uh I change the the poopy pads inside the house, and I get my groceries, and I cook shit, and I don't do Postmates because podcast is not doing great numbers and i'm not as rich as i used to be after sirius <laughs> fired me my business manager said don't get postmates anymore <laughs> i just do what i'm told you know sure. what I mean? okay i just keep saying where do i fucking go next to kick ass and how when can i get postmates <laughs> get me back on postmates yeah, yeah. What, that's uh, pretty much what i talk about what grocery, grocery store, store are you yeah. going to out there uh I, i'm a poser i go whole foods you got a Whole Foods, all right. It's admirable. No, it's it's yeah, what do you mean? Because I eat clean most of the time, so I try to get. Look, I got a a, a grass fed meat sponsor, so I don't have to buy meat. Nice. But I eat grass fed meat only unless I'm high and you know the you know here. And I'm like, fuck off! I eat pizza with, sure. with turds in it. I don't care. Yeah. But most of the time, when I can, I try to eat clean because I'm older and I'm. I still try to go to the gym as much as I can. I still try to skate. And when you're 51 and you eat McDonald's, it's just not going to happen. Mm -hmm. So I, I try hard to do the MMA diet most of my day. Okay. Respectable. So I try to eat vegetables and, and fruits and shit. You know. have, have you ever done the, uh, like the stem cell injections? Fuck yeah, I've been to Columbia twice. Yeah. I've had stem cells. I, I wouldn't be walking without it. I blew my knees out so bad. I've torn all my ligaments in my knees. I got a dead person's ligament in my left knee. And when I went to Columbia the first what time. What happened to him? I, I didn't get the thing. I got the thing off the stem cells. I got a baby girl's umbilical cord shot into me. Because that's in, a, in Columbia. Here, the law is they can take it out. They take it out of your spine. I've had that too, where they take a needle out and they take the shit out of your spine. And then they spin it and they get the stem cells from that. And then they inject it back into your injuries. Mm -hmm. But because if you're over like 35, your level of stem cells is low. Mm -hmm. But if you get it from a baby, like an umbilical cord, it's really high. So I was getting like 100,000, uh, I forgot what it's called, but like 100,000 stem cells into my ankles. But then when I went to Columbia, it's like 20 million. Ah. And then they put you on an IV. They, I got it on my face just because 
another skateboarder did it and said it was the most painful thing he's ever done. So I wanted to go to tell him that it's not that painful. Sure. Logically. Yeah, that makes sense. I was wrong, but it's a good video. <laughs> <laughs> but they put you, they inject you with no anesthesia or anything. They just put these big dirty needles in, like past your kneecap into your knee. But it's like this weird, you're like, man, I really don't want you to stab me with that. But I know that when you stab me with that, in three months from now, my knee's going to like hold on again. And I can skate and I can kick again, stuff like that. Like, it's that much of a turnaround. So it's not instant. It's not like getting a cortisone shot. It takes shot. like about a, three months to start tightening up. And then over a year, it gets even better. So it starts to grow, regrow things. And like my Damn. knee, because all my leg, what's left is torn. So my shin moves in my kneecaps. But when I got the injections, it stopped moving. Like, I used to, if I throw a hard leg kick, my shin would move in my knee and I would tear my ligaments again. Now I can dig my shin bone into you again and my knee stays stiff. You need that. Yikes. It works. <laughs> it's real good. Ever been to a wax museum? Oh, yeah, but I, I was pretty mad about it. <laughs> I fought every wax figure. I think I, I think I took a tour I think I took a mom or somebody that was here and I was like, What the fuck, fuck is doing? this yeah. place? Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are you What are you doing for uh, vacation now? Like, what would I, don't, be... I don't have any money. I don't go on vacation. You don't do any vacation? No. Okay. Hmm. Okay. L go to patreon.com slash Alice, mate. Check them out. Yeah, and then maybe I'll go on one next year. Huh. Are you peeing in the shower? Fuck yeah. Brush your teeth in there? Not anymore. I used to all the time, and then I saw uh, a comedian the other day make a joke about the germs that would be on your toothbrush if it's in the shower. That scares you? And it hit me, and I was like, right, that's it. I'm not doing that anymore. Jesus. But that's like like a week. <laughs> it's just new. Been washing my legs, too, lately. You know why people don't wash their legs? Yeah, I don't wash my legs. I know why hey, I don't. Black people do. I learned that from Tom Segura. Huh. Yeah, so, so now I wash my legs. <coughs> Thanks, yeah, Tom. Yeah, I might wash them once... A month, maybe, right? maybe. Yeah, because you figure you wash the top and it runs down. My also, my legs are sitting in jeans all day. They're not like you know what I mean. It's not like I'm fucking. See, I cut my legs. I'm not a mechanic wearing shorts. Yeah, I, I should have already done that. What kind of soap are you using in the shower? Uh, and you're right. getting all this stuff, right? You're the one. You're the one running the household. Yeah, yeah, now. yeah. Nah, I I get soap from like if I buy. Cologne or whatever. Like I got to I go to Kiehl's. Okay, it, classy. Yeah, okay. and so if I go there to get like a face moisturizer, I'll get a bar of soap. But I also have HippoCleanse because I, I I fuck a lot and I wash my toys with it. And you know, what I mean, sometimes if I bone somebody, it might be a little nasty or something. I HippoCleanse my dick. But uh, gotta be responsible. Yeah, I, extra germ like cuts and burns from skating and shit. So I have HippoCleanse in my bathroom and, and in the shower to uh, wash things to make sure they don't get infected. Okay. So I have a double wash up. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. I try to stay clean. I don't like being dirty. And I've had staff infections a lot, like from fighting and skating. Sure. So I really try to dodge those. And you use face moisturizer. Yep. Every day. Yep. That's pretty good. Yeah, I try to. Yeah, I'm a bit of a lady. I care about my face too much, you know? Which Skin is looks tough good. Because I'm getting old and like you get you start to look shittier every you day. You look 51, though. No, not right. at all. Not at but all. I, I think it's because I'm trying. You know? Keep trying. Maybe it's working. Yeah. It tight. I'm okay with it. Huh. What kind of toothpaste are you using? I don't care. You don't care. I just get it from, the, from uh, CVS.
Deodorant? What are you using deodorant wise? I own a deodorant company. <laughs> Hume deodorant. It doesn't we don't test on animals or any of that stuff and it works. Yeah. That's what there I use. Go. That's a curveball. I like it. Sorry, yeah, I didn't see that one coming promo either. Trust code, me. Promo code Bogan. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's wolf, but sure. <laughs> okay. Are you flossing every day? Nah, I don't. You I got don't? oh no, I got the the little the ones okay. with the hand thing on it. Sure. If I eat steak and shit, I definitely floss. If I got something stuck in there, I get it out. What about the fingernails? You biting them or you clipping nah, them? Nah, I clip them. I clip them short because uh, fighting, you don't want to scratch people's necks. Uh huh. And I, you guys are gonna love this fisting. You want to make sure that your nails are trimmed for that. Sure. Yep. Very Damn. important. No questions. Okay. After that. <laughs> Interesting. Huh. I mean, you're not gonna pull out of this, but I, I'm just curious at this point. I just want I just want to know what are you sleeping in? Uh, big a big one, California King. California King. Yeah, nice. How many pillows are you using? Uh, yeah. to sleep. Well, when uh, I got two, I got one that holds my head so because I got you know, back problems from all the injuries and shit. Sure. So if I get sore, my hips lock up. I use one that holds my head sideways. But usually I go to sleep super high and I have just one pillow. But my wife had four, but since we got, we got divorced, I now I have three. Any three pillow pillows. between your legs? Are you hugging one? Nah. No? Nah. Sleep on your back Doctor or on brought your that side? up, but I just don't get I toss and turn too much, so I just gave it up. A fan on you while you sleep? Nah. Air conditioning? Sometimes, but... You sleep in naked, I presume. Yeah. You sleep in nude? Yeah. Okay. Wait, you wear pajamas? I don't wear, but not like a 50s, not like a, the whole outfit. But you do wear something. Yeah. yeah, I wear my underwear. Yeah, no, nah, I'm always naked. Okay. Especially in the house. Okay. I don't like clothes. You got to have a good good, good piece on you, I presume. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good there. You're just, So during the day, you're rolling around a house naked. That's yeah. how you relax a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I like to bone a lot. So, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm always boning I mean, somebody. So do I. I put a <laughs> pair of drawers on, though. <laughs> <laughs> if I get the mail or something. Oh, yeah, no, I'll put pants on for the mail. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I put boxer shorts on at least, you know. Do you remember your first concert that you went to? Uh, yeah, ACDC in my mom's stomach, and then ACDC when I was four. Holy shit. I mean, that's both. Your mom shit. went to an ACDC concert I pregnant? I, I saw ACDC in America when I was 17, and I called my mom, and I go, Mom, guess what I just did? She's like, what? I saw ACDC. She's like, you've seen him twice. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like, I took you once in my stomach, and once when you were four. And I was Jeez. like, well, I don't remember that, but that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> Where are you eating dinner when you're at the house? If it's Say it's just you, you're, you make yourself something to eat. Will you sit down at the table and eat? or nah, you on the couch. On the couch? You I watch, don't have a dining table. You watching TV? You don't have a dining table. Nah. You have a kitchen table, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I don't Oh, sometimes I eat there, but mo- mainly on the couch where my weed box is and the TV's in front of me. I like to watch TV. I like to have TV on. What are you watching? What's the Fight, guy? Fighting or uh, mo- Seinfeld guy? movies. Nah, I'm more, I just watch like Meg and Jaws and Rambo and, uh, and, uh, I mean, and, that's it, dude. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> I mean, what's, come on. what's the fucking, what's the, what's the, what's the fucking, the expendables? I don't know. No, no, no. I don't like the expendables. Too cheesy. What's a race, not a racer, fucking, what? John Wick. Yeah, John yeah. Wick I, I watch I watch John Wick one to four over and over again all day. Yeah, the soundtrack is in my head most of the day. And then fucking what is it? Denzel Washington uh, training uh, the day. Equalizer. Equalizer. I watch Equalizer one and two constantly. I mean that's it, dude. That's it. 
Like, is that good? Yeah, it's fucking all right. I'm going to watch Meg <laughs> I too. I mean, that is like the most... <laughs> I just saw Meg for the first time. I thought it was awesome. I swear, my ex-wife, I, part of the reason she left me was because every time she goes in the living room, I'm watching Meg, and she's like, why would I fuck you? You know? Like, you're a fucking idiot. I'm like, no way. I mean, look at the size of that shark. <laughs> he seems to get bigger each time I watch him. Yeah. Holy shit, there's two of them. Yeah. Always gets me. <laughs> You don't ah. see that second one coming, let me tell you. Ah, yeah. I mean, Spoiler alert, sorry. You were down in the count early in the episode, I oh, gotta no. say. A tough to... That was, I mean... Yeah, the uppity shit is pretty... Yeah, no, no. Yeah, the keels ain't gonna help you, yeah, brother. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. I gotta tell you. A, the fucking California king ain't gonna save you here, Man, pal. You're trash, and I love it. 100% garbage. 100% Australian <laughs> fucking trash. God damn. Well, let me tell you something. I had a feeling that was going to happen. What a fucking the badass guy. Coolest guy I ever met in my fucking life. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, this dude is awesome. And I want somebody doing fucking burnouts at my funeral. I don't know who it's going to be. It's going to be a rascal. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll fucking do it. Jesus Christ. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jason Ellis. Amazing. Thank you, buddy. Holy Thanks for shit. Me, man. Buddy, what do you got coming awesome. up? What do you want the folks out there to know? Hit uh, them. Uh, Plug the, away. TheJasonEllis.com is where all my tour dates are. Uh, I mean, I don't get around that much. I'm still pretty new. Um, but the Jason Ellis Show and Hawk vs. Wolf, it's a free podcast. It's available everywhere. Or YouTube, all that bullshit. Uh, and then Patreon.com slash Ellismate. I do five shows a week on there. So there's a lot of stuff on there. And uh, I have Wolf Knives clothing and Hume deodorant, and I think that's that's pretty good. Oh, yeah, I have an OnlyFans, but that's probably not for this show. So, yeah, why, Check did, it out, why did I do that? Sorry. If you see someone sign up with my name, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't read that on purpose. I would stop doing it. Sure. Buddy, truly one yeah. of the most fascinating people. Awesome, dude. We've Thanks ever for having me, guys. Met. I love your show. You guys are fucking Thank buddy. You, man. Good for you that. for inventing this. It's Thank a fucking you, sweet deal. Thank, Thank you. you. You're fucking yeah. awesome, dude. Yeah. Kippy, what do you got for him? Uh, we're all over the road. We just added sh uh, second shows in Denver. Uh, third show in Chicago might be coming because the second one sold out. Toronto, we added a second show. Mm -hmm. Phillies, t every all the tickets are moving. Get your tickies. Uh, we'll see you out there, gang. Gang, we love you to death, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.